I'm going to give it a few to see who comes in. It is 2 p.m. Eastern time. Well, not yet, but we're going to start this at 2 p.m. Eastern time. All the way from New York, the Bronx. And it is beautiful outside. It's nice and brisk, but it's very sunny, so it makes it a little bit warm. It is, um, I'm excited. I'm excited because all of my short-term goals were accomplished. My long-term goals, I set some dates. So I'm excited about that. I'm going to end the year, season one of Salty Coffee with a bang before the year starts, the new year starts. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about getting getting rid of some things that I don't need. At this point, I made an assessment. So I'm just going to get rid of a lot of things that are, that are really not um, purposeful right now for me. I, I don't see where it's actually helping anyone. And next year, I have so many things planned. I do plan to go back to school um, as usual, but this is not going to stop. And one of the things that I'm excited about with Salty Coffee is that I will be introducing um, Spanish. Um, I will be interviewing in Spanish and in English. So this is a good start because um, let me go back a little bit um, from the people who I'm so proud of who I've interviewed in the past. And that is Francis Gutierrez, who's a recruiter for Mary Kay. Nina Garcia, who's the author of The Scars That Save Us. Yay, Nina, continue selling your books, continue, continue telling your story, do your thing. I see you, I'm watching you. Just continue doing your thing. And if you need any additional help with skills on how to do the promotion yourself, on how to do certain things yourself, reach out to me and I'll help you. I don't charge for anything, so I hope people are understanding that, that just for you watching me, I'm not charging anyone. I don't charge to interview, and I don't charge for you to watch. J.D. Rose, I'm still working on getting your documentary out, and I'm researching on how to get, get that done. Maria Hernandez, the author and screenwriter of Trapped, she's done uh, amazing things. I see you on TikTok, I follow you, I'm watching you, and you better get your shit together because I want to see Trap 2 movie, all right? Because I finished the book and I'm waiting for the movie. <laughs> Stephanie Sweater Perkins, the CEO and creator of Express Hair Care. As you can see, look, this is, this is Stephanie's anti-damage. This is what I use in my hair every night. So get your products from Stephanie. Everything's there. And last but not least, DJ Ladiva. Thank you so much for sharing your story, telling us how you made it, telling us how even at your age, because you still look like you're 25, but how amazing you, you're, it's never too late to learn something new, especially something that you love, which is music. So with that said, Salty Coffee got a lot going on. Salty Coffee is going to be on, um, so we're in Israel, Ecuador, Canada, and the USA. The percentage of listeners are mostly women, and I'm proud of that. So I am going to, um, if you're watching now and you're watching through my Facebook personal page, please leave your name. 
say hello, share, leave a like, leave a comment, because what I do at the end, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, or the my personal page, please go ahead and leave a comment, because what I do is I collect all the names at the end, and you win a prize. Again, no obligation to purchase anything, no obligation to pay me cash app, nothing. All I ask is for your support to listen and to uh, familiarize yourself with what it is that I do. One of the things that I do ask is that if you are on YouTube, to please subscribe, it's for free. It's, it's no charge to you, um, but you click on the little bell and you get a notification for every interview that I do. So today at 2 p.m. in the afternoon Eastern time, I know some of you are at work, but that's even better. I'm introducing Carla Suero, who's a podcaster as well, who happens to be family of mine. And I'm so excited because once again, we met through the internet. Isn't it beautiful? The internet is beautiful. And we connected immediately. I thought she was my age, but then I looked at her, I was like, why you look younger than me? What's going on? But she is amazing. She is talented and you're going to meet her now. Where's this little bird? Hi, how are you? Hi everyone. What's going on? Tell us, tell us, where are you broadcasting this from? Where are you at? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, Hampton, South Area, Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia. Ain't that crazy? So tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you end up in Atlanta, Georgia? But I want you to start from the beginning, like when you were born. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. Let's go back on time. So um, I was born in the Dominican Republic. Um, 90 babies. I'm proud. Yay! <laughs> Um, I was raised there. I went to school um, all my life there. Came to the U.S. Um, with my parents by 17, 17 and a half, uh, my last year of high school. Oh. Um, yeah, almost my life planned and everything. I already know what school I'm going to go to. Came to. Right. <laughs> Came to Georgia. Didn't know any English. Well, British English. I came from, allow me to introduce myself to Weso. <laughs> uh, if you know what Weso is in Spanish, for me, it was a bone. So I was not understanding. It, it took me a little bit, but I'm excited. Here I am. I know. So, so what, what, um, so you were born in the Dominican Republic, right? And out of all the cousins, what what took them so long to bring you um to the u.s like was it planned purposely that way so that you can get the the because you had to have learned some english in dr right isn't it oh, mandatory yeah. yeah okay so well, go ahead no i mean i was in a private school and okay. it was a bilingual so we had two hours of english every day where they will give us either social studies or language art Okay. But it wasn't traditional English. It was more of a proper English. Right. Where they teach you, instead of butterfly, they will teach you butterfly. <laughs> okay. Uh, things that you don't really use in a daily base. So for me, it was really hard. Uh, when I got here, I was put in a 11th grade. 
and I was already in 12th grade, so that was hard for me. Okay. Um, the decision was made by my parents because um, the situation in the Dominican Republic wasn't getting any better. Okay. And I mean financially when it comes to business. My dad was a business owner, and unfortunately in our country, not everybody could be successful if you are doing everything correctly. So we got it run out. Yeah, and you know, um, your father is my uncle, correct? Uh, I think so. Yes, <laughs> I think he is my uncle. Um, and so I find it very interesting that the Suero um, people are very entrepreneurship. You know, like we pretty much are into the business uh, theme, right? Um, tell us a little bit about how you felt leaving the country and transitioning. Like, I know you were probably excited. You were like, yes, I got this. I'm going to get the American dream. Did you have the American dream? Like, was that something? What were you thinking as a young girl about the USA? And, and like, what were your thoughts? Well, honestly, I knew what I was getting myself into because I remember on the airplane, um, I was crying because I thought, I don't know when it's going to be the next time I'm going to come over. But at the same time, I was excited because I always come to Georgia for vacation every summer, every okay. Christmas. So the idea of vacation is not the same thing as leaving. Right. It was a little harder when I got in here and the first couple of weeks I was in school, so I was home. Uh, I started feeling it. You know, I was crying. I was... I wasn't too happy about the fact that I was almost three months away from finishing high school, and now I have to do 11th grade. Uh, the first week of school, I can tell you that I felt like a baby. When you leave them in, in pre-K the first day, I looked at my sister, and I don't know why every other kid was taller than me. They look older than me, so I was terrified. <laughs> Then so, for a couple of weeks, I was crying every day. I so you, so, what were what were your thoughts like? So you mean to tell me for what? What's eleven? What's um? When did you start schooling in Dominican Republic? Do you start at five or six? When do you well, officially start? You actually start at three. Okay. But um, they don't go by ages, honestly. If you are smart enough and they can test you, they just promote, oh, okay. you, promote you until you are in the level of education that you qualify for. So That's, because of your age, they put you in 11th grade. That's pretty yeah, okay. uh, Yeah, kind of that. And then also, because I didn't know any English, because when they gave me the, the test, I have my English came really low. Okay. So in that half a year and the other semester, I had to do four language art classes because all my other credits uh, transfer because I was in a bilingual school. Okay. So every other credit transfer. So to tell you, I did enjoy 11th and 12th grade because I was only going to school for one to two hours. Everything else I could go home because everything was elective. Right. So yeah, have fun. <laughs> what, what, would you, what would you say to a parent who just had a kid in dr you know like if you had to do it all over again 
would you do would you do it the same way or would you um make sure that if you're going to transition at that age that you're already prepared you know for what's to come or would you had preferred to just finish high school in Dominican Republic which I think you did right no and, oh. I finished here oh, okay so would you would you think it would have been different if you would have finished high school in DR and then come in college level not, not really every situation is different everything depends on the mentality the person has okay for me at the beginning i was sad yes and i told my dad and my siblings that i was going to drop out of school and just do the gd i wasn't doing another year all over again and they told me take it as a lesson you can learn english which it will be better for you okay. in georgia is not an international state unfortunately and barely people barely speak spanish in here i wouldn't do it any different way because he taught me to be independent he taught me to learn english the hard way uh, i remember my first um day in school we have a sub uh sub substitute mm -hmm. see there's some words i can't say still but um my sister took me to school the day before and mm -hmm. I, I remember i started on a tuesday so she took me on the Monday so I can meet my teacher, so she can introduce herself and tell the teachers, look, she doesn't speak any English, please help her out or whatnot. She, she understands a lot. And that day, the day I started school, one of the teachers missed, and it was a, a substitute, and it was a art class. And he was trying to ask me to do a sloppy copy, and I wasn't understanding. So was, I don't even know what a sloppy copy is. Like a crash of whatever you are going to do. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So um, he was telling me, and I was looking at him, and I was just telling him, I can't stand you. <laughs> and he was like, What? <laughs> and I kept repenting, and I'm getting mad over here, and I'm like, I can't stand you. And then my peers are laughing, bust out laughing looking at me because they know I don't speak English. And one of them was like, look, one day could calm down and start laughing. It was like, she doesn't know English. She's trying to say that she doesn't understand. And that's when, you know, but things like that actually helped okay. me to grow. So you were trying to say, I don't understand you. That is so correct. Came out. <laughs> okay. Cause I would have been like, I can't stand you. Like that's just <laughs> that's right. <true>. No. <laughs> okay. So that's pretty interesting. So then when you when you finished high school, what were your thoughts and ideas like your senior year? What were you thinking? Well, my senior year, I wasn't too happy because uh, I still had a U.S. visa. Oh, so okay. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to start school, how soon I was going to be able to start. And I was just thinking a lot because um, when I came for my bad luck, I came right at the end almost right at the end of the year when they were performing tests, graduation mm -hmm. tests. They, they don't do multiple choices in Dominican Republic. I don't know if they do now, but okay. I didn't even know how to fill my names. Everything I saw was a lot of bubbles and a lot of numbers and letters. So I was lost. I was looking at this thing and I'm like, so where do I write my name? <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're a number, huh? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I was confused. I felt all every single one of them on a wow. on eleventh grade. So I had to retake it in twelfth grade, which I was already successful. I passed them. Um, 
I think I was not able to graduate with my peers because I didn't pass language art uh, graduation test. Mm -hmm. But when that time for my good luck, I passed the ACT. So Obama say, if you pass the ACT, you don't have to take no graduation test. You're good to go and hand your graduation uh, diploma. So okay. I got my high school diploma. Uh, I got my my green card. Correct okay. Month before school finished, and I started going. I started working. I started working, and I didn't stop until four years after. Okay. That's when I started college. So what was your first job? My first job. Oh. They call it La Papita. Everybody. Okay. The potato chip. Yeah, everybody <laughs> Georgia that is Spanish or, or whatnot has gone through Fritoli. Oh. So, <laughs> La Papita. Everybody works at La Papita. That was a warehouse. And okay. I was making $7.50. Okay. Uh, I wasn't working 40 hours because they their productivity works differently. They they go by seniority. Man, it was my first job. I was with my best friend in school by that time, mm -hmm. uh, Lewis, and we were, imagine, two 18-year-old kids <laughs> playing around all day, throwing potatoes at each other and whatnot. Uh, but it was pretty, pretty exciting. That's fun, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, so is, that, is that like the known for your area in Georgia where okay, once you finish high school, these are the options, warehouse or college. So um, after that job, did you still see yourself going to college or was it because of the um, funding of it or scholar? Like, were you informed of how to get scholarships at this point or were you, th did this not happen in high school when you graduated? Oh. Yeah, it did happen, but I wasn't focused mainly on on education as as being my priority at that time. I was just thinking about I had to make money. I'm okay. old and I had to be successful on myself. That was everything I was thinking about. Um, I didn't have any other choice. My dad was still in DR. Okay. So he was supporting us from there uh, to here. So I was just thinking about working. Working, working, working. I know about the scholarships. I was trying to join the the army, but I was a little too heavy. I'm still a little too heavy. Uh, I'm still going for it. Uh, but um, yeah, that's what happened. I focus on on working. You know, in Georgia, you're nobody if you don't have a vehicle. So I was able to purchase my first car, making seven dollars and fifty cents. So that was a success. Uh, but every day I will go into work, I will think, I don't want to do this every day. Right. I need to go to school. I need a better job. And we all know in the U.S., if you don't have that paper that says that you went to school, you probably be flipping fries every, every day. Every it's, day not yeah. a, it's not a bad job, but it's not the best. Right. And, and um, I'm proud of you that you came in with the mindset of now providing for your family because you felt like they've been providing for me all these years it's time because i think that's that's sort of like a dominican thing you know like by all means necessary if i have to work three jobs to help now and contribute to my family who has brought me to a place 
where I can now be successful on my own with their help. You know, I think that's awesome. But do you think, and then after the Frito-Lay, what happened? Well, after the Frito-Lay, I got a better job. And that was another warehouse, but it was a little more laid back. Still, these one now I had to wake up at five in the morning. And I kind of not a morning person. If you're <laughs> at 5 a.m. in the morning, I'll probably beat the bejesus out of you. <laughs> I will not be too kind. <laughs> I'll probably be too quiet. And I, I have think we get I think we get that. <laughs> I and think we, you and I connect in that way. Yeah. But that's that's awesome. So, so it, it's within the Frito-Lay Corporation, but it was doing something different. Oh, yeah. I was uh, working with clothes. My brother-in-law actually, actually got me into that job. I was uh, folding clothes and pa uh, picking and packing for Carter. Okay. okay. And then yeah. what? Because I know you're still, I know you're young. <laughs> but I, I this, when you and I first spoke, I was like, there's no way that she's, that age and has done all of this already um and gone through all of these um challenges you know but you've you've come through so after oh, yeah. you after carter's then what happened well so once what through your mind uh no once i was in carter's i was actually getting tired of the job you know i didn't want to wake up every day having issues with people i don't know that you know working with women's Sometimes it's fun, but it's not too fun, especially <laughs> when your mentality is out. Like I was, I was all the time with my dad, so I wasn't using, I wasn't used to gossiping. I wasn't used to, oh, she say that, he say that. No. So what we call uh, the bochinche? You wasn't into the bochinche? Exactly. <laughs> bochinche? Exactly. <laughs> so somebody introduced me to Metro PCS. Okay. Uh, and I started the phone environment. I got a job there. Uh, I was excited. I was making $8 an hour. So I went from 7 to 8 to 8.50, which I was already happy. On that time, I met a friend. And my friend motivated me. He's like, "Why you are young? You are so smart. You speak two languages. Why aren't you in school?" And uh, that's when I, when when it clicks. I didn't want her to do it. I was motivated, but I was scared. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if I was going to be successful. So my friend actually walked with me to school and was like, "Come on, we're going." I was like, "No, I don't. Let's go." So that's when I started school while I was working at Metro PCS. Okay. Uh, my parents have always um, supported me through everything because they, they just want the best for me, even though I didn't understand at the moment. They just want the best for me. So every time they will say, oh, you shouldn't be hanging out with such and such, I'll be mad. I'll be flipping the house around. <laughs> <laughs> well, not literally, because, you know, in a Spanish home, you cannot be flipping stuff. Or right, right, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But in um, your head, you were just like, Girl, you got no idea. But um, yes, that was my motivation to go to school. I didn't want to deal with people. I didn't want to deal with a with a boss that wants you to do everything but don't want to pay you more. And that day, I decided that I wanted to be different. I wanted to be successful. I wanted to be on my own. I wanted to do it by myself. 
That's a suero. <laughs> and so what school did you did you end up going to college? What college did you go to? Well, when I started, I started at ITT Tech, which is a technical school. Uh, for my bad luck, the school closed three months before I graduated. <laughs> uh, that was tough for me because I was really motivated. Um, I didn't know what to do. I actually came in the news uh, talking about how I was feeling or whatnot. They contacted me and gave me an interview for okay. uh, Fox 5. Okay. And uh, it was tough, you know. I was about to finish uh, a career that I started. I didn't know I was going to be good at. I remember my first classes, I used to talk to the professor and tell him, look, whatever you're talking about, I do not understand. That's Chinese for me. But they were kind enough to guide me through every step. If I didn't understand, they will stop the class and ask me directly, hey, Carla, you got it? Do you need some help? Because I'm not too shy. I'm shy, but when I need something, I make sure that I get it done. So I used to talk to the professor, like, uh, directly, you know? Yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah. to ask or to be like. Because you're paying, right? You were paying to go to school there, or was it well, financially, um, financial grants and stuff like that because of the salary that you were making? Yeah, it was, uh, I got um, a grant and I also have a loan, okay. but it was discharged when the school closed with the with the condition that I don't transfer my credits. Uh, okay. So I was like, you know what? I'd rather just start over. And, and I have a lot of people, like the pastor from the church I was going at that time, uh, Ruben from Victorian Cristo, he actually was a lot of help. He sent me a lot of resources that I could use to get into new schools that will take my credits and it wouldn't affect the deal I have with the federal loans about not transferring my credits. So uh, on that package that he sent me, I, w I don't know how he got it, but he just got it, sent it to me without me asking. Mm -hmm. I found the Bright University. Okay. I'm still enrolled. On the right, I haven't finished because I took a, a break because it was a period of my time where I wanted to do whatever I wanted to do. I left my house and that's when I crashed the wall. <laughs> and uh, and during that time, I went to the bride. Now I am starting again on July, okay. hopefully to finish my degree, start something new. And you learned the hard way. Girl. <laughs> But that's good. That, so. you know, sometimes we have to go through through the mistakes and you know we have to go through it to learn from it you know yeah. and you took a, a leap to to go ahead and do it on your own um because you felt that divine timing wasn't your thing <laughs> you were like i'm not waiting for you know yeah. divinity to do it for me but that's awesome so where so then after that so metro pts how did you then what where did you go after that uh well after metro i was i went to uh school with itt they got me an internship with ibm cgs and i worked there for three months and they decided to keep me okay. i'm still currently working with them i've been with them for at least four years now well four years yeah 
five years about now. Mm -hmm. I'm still with them. I also recently started working with um, AT&T as a tech support help desk for their reseller um, companies. And I'm pretty excited because I am doing IT there left and right. (laughs) And you're not throwing out chips. I am not. I am not. No, no, ma'am. That's really good. So give us a little bit about how you balance your social life, your family life, your work life, and your finances. Like, how do you balance? Now that you went through all of that chaotic, because you're going to still go through stuff, right? Right. Um, now that you feel like you're in a place, you know, that you feel comfortable, that you could feel that you can grow more, that you can feel that people are interested in like helping you, you know, you didn't realize that there were, you know, that there were going to be people to help you. Um, because that's one of the things about people from our culture. We, we, we don't want anything because, you know, we don't want anything for free one. And we, <laughs> we, we don't, we don't ask for help. Right. Especially women. And I don't know why we do that, but um, we eventually get it done on our own and we feel more proud and, and more, um, I guess, successful if you want to validate it in that way. But tell us how you balance all, all of that social life, work, um, finance, because you did tell me a little bit about your goals and what your experience, you know, what right. you want moving forward. Well, uh, my dad actually been helping me a lot since he uh, did a lot of business and he had his own company. He was able to advise me on how to manage some um, some money issues that I was going through. Uh, I could tell you that if there was a dog outside of my outside of my house, I probably owe money to the dog. But uh, my dad was able to actually tell me how to do it in a wisely manner. Okay. Not to end up. So I will say that my dad is like my advisor, financial advisor. Uh, I still throw a lot of money up sometimes, but hey. <laughs> you you live and you learn, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, socially, I don't really have a social life. I'm mainly, I work more than, than what I actually do out. But when I do have the opportunity to hang out with the few friends that I have, I don't have a lot of friends. Uh, many of my friends obviously are not in the U S but I do have a couple of friends that I, that I go out with sometimes. Um, what else? Uh, work. I don't stop anything. I don't stop anything. If I had to work, I had to work. I'm sorry. We can hang out another day. If you didn't tell me in advance, I'm sorry, my friend. But oh my god, you sound like me. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. I'm a I'm a time freak. That's something I can tell you. If you tell me that we're hanging out at four, and you can tell my nieces and nephews if they help ask me for a, for a homework. And they asked me the last day, guess who's not helping you? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I'm a little but, <laughs> but you also, um, you also, um, 
you say that you're not social, but I, I think it's because of the environment that you're in and the things that they do. But I'm sure that if you were in, in DR, right, you would be that person, you know, that's just the feeling I'm getting. I don't know. No, I could be not wrong. really. No, I'm not a potty pooper. I am okay. really goofy. I could be the the clown on the party, okay. but I'm a really I'm a lot of introvert. If okay. believe it or not, I don't be on. I'm not a party person. Okay. Um, uh, back on the R, I was one of these little punk rock <laughs> girl. I was always on my headphones. So I was not re not really out there. And when I was not, I was enjoying what I like to do, playing music with my friends. So no, not really. So what do you play? Tell us what talents you have, because I I know of them already. But tell us what do you play? <laughs> well, I play guitar. I play bass. I play drums. I play a little bit of everything that you could imagine. That's awesome. Now I'm getting into Mexican music. So have you have you thought about teaching music? Um, yes and no. I had tried it, but I don't think I am patient enough. <laughs> I, I don't think so because there's three things you need to be a, a good musician. You need passion, you need dedication, and you need um, discipline. If you tell me I don't have time to practice, I, I would just ask you, why are you doing at 2 a.m. sleeping? Then you have time. I got it. And that's the type of teacher I am. So, no, <laughs> I, I can't so, teach. What if you, because you know me, I'm going to like push you until I get a yes. <laughs> so what, if, what if you um, decided to create an app, since you're into IT, to teach people how to play? How about they, that? They are multiple apps out there that, that are really good. I actually use them myself. Okay. There's one that is called, um, Life Jam. Okay. Play Jam. Play Jam. And it, it's really good, especially for beginners. Okay. But if I was to create an app, would it be like a game or something like that? That's awesome. Yeah. I, I would play it. <laughs> yeah, I would. Because, you know, I'm a dancer. So oh, I, I noticed, yeah, I noticed every Suedo has their own little thing. So Stephanie has her fashion and hair. I'm a dancer. Um, my other sister is she's creative in arts, so she does all these art stuff. And you are a musician, so we all have, for some strange reason, we we know our DNA. Like we connect all right, of us, right. believe it or not. And but, then I would like to to be better at the podcast, you know. So, so let's talk about that. I can so, watch in yours. <laughs> congratulations on your podcast. I I listen to every episode. I have great feedback for you. Um, I don't charge to do what I do. <laughs> I don't. I, people are like so hesitant to like, you know, bond with me. But my word is my word. And, and if you are willing to take the help and the advice, that's just what I do. I, I don't charge. I don't, you know, it's like having a conversation. And if this can help someone else who's coming from the DR on their, you know, last year of high school, and this conversation can be translated in Spanish, you know, that's going to be awesome. And that's one of the things that I'm so, when I spoke to you, I was so happy about because here we are, we're cousins. We would have never met in uh, any other circumstances. 
right? Uh, unless it was the right. internet, <laughs> we would have never, never met. Let's be let's be truthful about that. Um, right. And we have so many so many things in common, even though our age gap is pretty big. But um, I think it's so uh, nice that you can start something right because i started my podcast in april but um i think you're gonna be awesome because you have the voice you have the content um and i heard you and i'm like so you talked about cliches <laughs> speaking of i can't stand you you know it's like what <laughs> like when you when you told your professor i can't stand you you know, that right. word in itself, understand. Like, who would have thought that the definition of understand is to para entender? You know, it's like, what? Right. That doesn't even make any sense. So, to comprehend something, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. It happens like that. And um, I, I do appreciate you and I do love all feedbacks because it's what is going to make me grow, is what is going to make uh, people come back. And this is what I, I try to attract a different public. And that's why I started, decided to start the English podcast. Mm -hmm. But believe it or not, I got more rating in Spanish. So I guess Spanish is the go for me. No, but, <laughs> but you, you stay with the Spanish, right? But... Um, connecting with other people because i'm telling you right now it's just probably a usa thing right because right. i i'm not i don't have two million listeners i don't have you know that's not but that's not my goal my goal is to get the immediate community first you know like get the family and then expand like that because you know nobody probably wants to hear about me and my, you know, like, but I don't look at it like that. I look at it like this is going to be sitting here on YouTube for who knows how long it's going to be sitting here on Facebook, who knows how long, but you have the ability of now having other people understand once they see this, your listeners, right? Once they listen to this and translate it in Spanish, Lo que va a pasar es esto. La conexión entre los, los Estados Unidos y los países que te oyen a ti en tu podcast. How do you say podcast in Spanish? Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. You know, Dominicans, there's a lot of words that we don't translate. We just say it in English. And um, okay. that's, that's hilarious because we should have a work for that but it will be honestly my motivation was that i was denied for a radio station show even though i had the abilities and it was just because i didn't have experience right so, so now, now you're gonna get the experience <laughs> yeah but um but this is what this yeah. is my point my point is that at some level networks and all of that that's going to be a thing of the past i don't know if you know that but i have a prediction that if you continue it on your own, you're gonna be your own, you know? Yeah. So you're gonna go as a journalist, you can take some certification courses, you can take some um, quick thing just to get the, the broadcasting laws, 
within yourself to know what it is that you can broadcast and not journal journal as a journalist um right. because i feel like that's what you really want to do um and not have to work for no one to tell you no because you're gonna get a lot of no's you know and you're still young you know and and i know you don't want to hear that you're like no I, i'm done with people telling me that i'm young <laughs> i want to do it <laughs> you know and i listened to this man called les brown and he said it one day he said follow follow your dreams and follow your goals and just continue until you finally get a yes so this man he actually he's a motivational speaker and this is what he's wanted to do all his life and he worked at a radio station purposely and just to get you know into it he was some some other stuff he was like an administrator or something long story short is that one person that he was training or giving you know advice and stuff called out sick couldn't make it so they told oh, him to go ahead and do it so these are the things that you know i i think about and look at it's like you just never know so now you're in it because you took that internship was it that that's how you got this from well no well um i'm in it because my career wasn't available at that time okay and they gave me a vocational test and i came good as engineering and i was confused i was like i hate math i don't like math i hate numbers people <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm not good with math either i'm just good with money though oh look at you yeah i'm very good with money i don't know who's knocking at my door right now but it is what it is but um <laughs> Um, so tell us, uh, so tell us a little bit about how you play guitar and where do you play? Because you say you're, you're not a social person, but where do you play then? Like, do you play in an audience or do you, I think well, I have, I have a sense of where you play, but I, I don't know. If you <laughs> well, as I got older, things change a little bit, you know, um, I started playing guitar because it was just in me. I can grab any instruments that I had never seen and just learned. Uh, I took the time to practice. I probably used to wake my parents up, my neighbors <laughs> up. Uh, I actually got, let me show you. Let me see if I can show you really quickly. Okay. I can see it. See that blue guitar? I just see, I just see the, the two top parts of it. <laughs> Do you see that blue guitar? Oh, yeah, the blue one, yeah. Well, that was my first guitar. Uh, I traded that guitar for my Sweet 15. You know, people go big on those. So I told my dad, I want no party. I want a guitar. Because uh, awesome. I was so passionate that I used to walk to my friend's house. I used to call her my cousin because, you know, in the yard, everybody's your cousin or your friend. Exactly. And I used to go to her house. After we finished the homework, I used to go to her house just to play. To play the guitar and i got that guitar i was really bad at it i knew three chords and i used to play every single song with those three chords wow. from there i started watching youtube videos uh i play by ear okay then i was like well i need to learn how to read it so i started reading i i am not really good at reading the pentagram because of course i suck at math but I do can tell what is what I can translate it. Okay. 
but it's not like I can just oh look at it and play it. Blah blah blah. No, I have to sit down and review it. Um, but yeah, that's so. Where did you play? So you oh, okay. Um, I used to play for church, and that's the best place you can learn because let me tell you this: when you go to a there is a denomination from church that is called Pentecostal. Mm-hmm. Most of the people that sing there. They don't know how to sing. <laughs> so, yeah, they start over there. Nah! So you have to look for that note that you have never seen, and that gives you a lot of practice. Okay. So, um, yeah, I used to play for church. Uh, after that, I stopped going to church for a little while, and I stopped playing. Okay. So uh, every now and then I get called to play here and there for different bands. Uh, mainly I get played to record uh, for people because I don't go to live events like that anymore. But um, that's what I'm doing right now. If somebody called me because they need me to record a guitar or record bass or record a drum set, I just go to the studio with them, I record it and call it a day. That's awesome. So, and then I see you have a a piano back there, or, or yeah, that's a piano. So you play that too? Yes, that's correct. So that's awesome. That you know, even though you say you have no social life, um, playing music is social. <laughs> um, so how 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 are you doing on your podcast? Like, what what are your who like who inspires you now? Like aside from me, because I know I know. <laughs> but aside from me, who like who's been the person? If if you have one person, um, some people have multiple people. Some people right. overall their family. But if there's one person that you can thank right now, who would that be? Uh, well, I have a friend. Uh, her name is Domo. Mm-hmm. We don't talk anymore, but. Um, her, she came up with the idea of a podcast and she has a show, it's called You Know Domo Knows. And it's You Know Domo Knows. You just spell it like that. You know, D-O-M-O Knows. She has. She started with a podcast and then from the podcast, she was hired to work at a radio station. So I was like, oh, I've been wanting to do that all my life. So why not? Exactly. She talks about she talks about life. She talks about daily things that you do. It's pretty interesting. If you guys get a chance, go ahead and uh, and go to her podcast. She's also in Anchor, Anchor okay. FM. So you know someone else. And from there, I kind of was like, you know what? I asked her, how do you do it? Where do you do it? And I started doing my own. And so far, so good. I think that the show that has less play was my last show that has 27 plays. Okay. Everything else had the lowest is 78, 76. I have people all the way in Hunumuku, who knows where. <laughs> I know. I'm but, sorry, that's no problem though. Yeah. And I'm... now with the English, I have a range that I have people that are younger listening to the podcast. Okay. That's good. So do you think you would be doing um, maybe uh, a lesson in Spanish-English for those listeners who 
are Spanish speaking or, you know, like just do like you did a whole cliche thing. I thought that was very laughable, um, but very respectful at the same time <laughs> for most of the most of the, the statements that were made. But do you think that that's something that you would be interested in? And um, ha just having a one-on-one Spanish English. That would be pretty uh, awesome if I can even pronounce some words in English. No, but um, just the basics, you know, conversation-wise. But it's funny because it happens in English too. I remember uh, the first time I went to New Orleans, mm -hmm. uh, I went to my friend's uh, family's house and the only thing I understand, understood was babe. Everything else, I will laugh when they laugh. <laughs> <laughs> because it's well, all about the, the spices and food over there. That's right. all it is, yeah. Like, they were it, speaking English. I just don't know what they were saying. Yeah, I, I, and that happens to me in Spanish, too. Like, I don't get many Spanish jokes. People will tell me jokes, and I'm like, I, I don't get it. <laughs> I was like, what? I don't right. get it. But in English also, you know, like I'll go to other places. So I, I agree that um, the English language in the United States can vary from place to place. Um, between New York and Georgia, it's a big difference. Between New York and Florida is a big difference, you know. In Florida, everyone articulates their words very, you know. And in New York, we just like, you know, forget about it. <laughs> right. You know, we walk the dogs and, you know, we see that. But, you know. Say no water. Water. We don't say water. And we don't say buttons. We say buttons. Buttons. Yeah. Buttons. Okay. So, you know, so we have a, a particular. So guess what? Bronx, Latina, New York accent. Yep. That speaks two languages. So we're all the way all over the place. I don't want to. I don't want to put my Georgia people down because Georgia ATL is home. Mm -hmm. I don't care where I go. I tried to live in New York. I didn't like it. Came back to Georgia, but I came to the worst state to learn English. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. I can I can understand half of the things. People yeah. Talk. So and and you know, with that said, the good thing about about any state, let's say, when you are in a place where uh, um, like let's say where you're working at now you're going to meet people from other places within the united states who speak proper english so when you are in that environment you you switch it you know how to switch it you know yeah so it's like the the journalists there's a there's so many latina journalists who they they talk about that now in TikTok. they're like you know this is what i this is what happens at home but then, you know, when at work, you know, they have to articulate. And so that's that's kind of fun to see, you know, and to know. And that's correct, because it's, it's kind of hard nowadays when you are typing. Um, <laughs> I have the bad habit of instead of saying, all right, I'd. So, <laughs> or just uh, hey. Imagine, imagine. Nobody even wants to write OK anymore. O-K-A-Y. Everybody's just gay. K-K. Or... Imagine me writing my boss, my boss, yo, <laughs> I, so, <laughs> I don't know what Yep. <laughs> I got it. But yeah, so no, you, and, and, you know, 
some some places of employment they would tell you to take you know business communication courses you know um proper edit etiquette for emails you know the a business is always going to have their own language um so that's good but hey it's been a pleasure you're gonna actually give me um your link uh, again i ha i have it but can you see the comments section or not? um right now i have it all up oh no, but, now, now i can okay give me your um anchor website so i can type it in uh-oh it's just carlo net fm <laughs> kick your butt oh <laughs> Okay, I'll pu I'll put it in afterwards. So I I'm I'm gonna reconnect with you again. We're gonna talk some more about some tips on you know what books I read, what YouTube I watched to do the podcast. You know how to be consistent. Consistency is everything, of course. Um, and you know I am so glad that you said yes to salty coffee. And I'm hoping that one day we will all get together, all the suedos, and just have a party, a nice party. Um, hopefully sooner than you know, all this stuff is going on. But I'm deaf when when it when it when they say let's go travel, I'm ready to go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> or or even if we do like a Zoom party or something, that would be awesome to get us all together, including those that are still in DR. So, young lady, you have a great time. Is there anything else you want to tell us? Um, anyone you want to thank aside from your father? Uh, yeah, well, thank you, everyone. Thank you for for honoring me and having me in your show. Like uh, I am, I am really honored. Um, also, guys, if you feel like you want to do something, go for it. Don't wait for anybody to to encourage you. You are your own motivation. I thank everybody, my siblings, my mother, everybody that has been with me uh there's a lot of people i've been ungrateful too and everybody thank you uh, lo quiero mucho con demasiado y demasiado con mucho <laughs> look at any listeners from carla net oh there you go carla net listeners thank you so much especially those in korea that have different timing thank you thank you for everybody and and if they, you want to say it in spanish you can say it in spanish it's okay gracias para <laughs> All right, Carla, I love you so much. Love you guys. Bye. So that was Carla, and um, I'm going to have a big bang party in December. So I hope you're all ready for the new changes because there's going to be a lot. Don't forget, www.saltycoffeellc is my website. You're going to see all updates. You're going to see all the videos. You're going to be able to link into the um, Anchor or Spotify or Google Podcasts or Breaker or Radio Public to listen to my episode. So thank you very much for your time and your day. Please make sure you leave a comment, leave me your name, press replay, type replay, or why did I do this at 2 p.m. Eastern time on a Thursday is what I do. You can always watch it on replay on YouTube. I love you guys. Take care. Mwah.